Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time it is you're listening to me, thanks you for listening to me because you know I'm sitting here talking to myself. Thank you. My little two-year-old co-host. Can't have very many conversations with him. Welcome to Balance Burden, where I'm basically going to be talking about some things that are knocking me off my rocker and I need to maintain some balance so I'm an 80s baby and I just happened to stumble upon an article on parenting wow I think oh no just pure wow and it was talking about um boomer versus millennial parenting five ways we're different and last week on Friday I just happened to be giving a little tutorial on how pagers worked to a 26 year old I feel old very old I don't like it (laughs) anyway so I was reading this article and I was like okay they recently came out with a title for my generation and I'm a geriatric millennial and considering how I feel like a boomer and I'm supposed to be a millennial It's official. I'm a geriatric millennial. I will accept that label with all the gusto and bravado that goes along with it. (sighs) E.T., I'm phoning home. I might need to page you. 911. (laughs) Ha! I'm goofy. Okay, come get me, E.T. Come get me. (sighs) Can you believe it? Geriatric millennial. I finally got some silence. I finally got some silence. What? It's like a month later. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but when you have three kids, sometimes it be like that. No, July came and went. And August is almost over. And I'm finally getting back to this. But I'm going to tell you it like this. Get off my lawn. <laughs> this stuff is getting crazy. Oh my goodness. So I wanted to just talk about the article about how I'm a geriatric millennial and I'm <laughs> graciously accepting it as I um lovingly and graciously explained how pagers work to a 26-year-old. Yeah. Funny thing is, I never actually used a pager, but I kind of remember how they work because my sister had one. And my dad had one, and my dad's friend had one. And I just kind of played with them because, you know, I was like nine. I had a Tamagotchi. <laughs> yeah. So, kind of knew how pages work. But anyway, <laughs> I feel a little out of place. But anyway, so the month of July, my kids and I, we just go swimming every day, literally every day, unless there is a storm or something that prevents us from going. We are in the pool every day all work stops all things cease it is just a time for me and my kids to go and play so that's why the month of july just kind of came and went august i have no idea what happened i thought it was the second of august i was going to get back on here and and record this and then next thing i know there's one week left in august holy cow I don't know if that's a part about being a geriatric millennial where you just lose all sorts of time and things just whiz by you I don't know what happened like so there is so much going on so the delta variant has 
taken over. Oh my goodness. I've had to have so many conversations about how, or asking the question, how is this different from the flu or the cold? Well, it's highly contagious. Okay, so is the common cold. But it causes people to die. So does the flu, as well as the common cold, as well as pneumonia. So what is different that is making us panic the way that we are? I couldn't, I can't, I shouldn't say us because I'm not panicked. I'm just like, y'all tripping. We can go back to the way things were. I mean, the we all aren't going to die. The same demographic of people are dying. One or two kids have died. But I mean, one or two kids die from the common cold as well as other things. So, I mean, it's just like all of these shutdowns and stuff like that is unnecessary a year later. It really is. Everybody's just dealing with panic mode right now. Oh, well, 1918 uh, Spanish flu. Okay. And they was pissing in the street like we didn't have porta potties in 1918. It's a big difference. They also was drinking beer and stuff instead of drinking water. So, you know, because we didn't sanitize our water. We didn't clean our water the same way. It's a big difference. <clears throat> Sanitation and cleaning is not the same as it was then. So that's not a good comparison. Come on now. You can't be this ignorant in 2021. Period. You can't be that stupid. It's not allowed. It shouldn't be passing. It shouldn't be given a pass to. We cannot keep on going down to certain people's level and giving excuses to them. No, 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 no. You go down to a child's level to explain something to them, and then you go back up to your level and expect the child to come up to you. You don't stay down at their level. You don't commiserate with idiots like that. Sorry, you don't do it. Ignorance is a choice. You can pick up a book. You can listen to an audio file. You can watch a video. Seriously, there is no excuse. Don't tell me, oh, literacy. No, you can comprehend an audio file. You can comprehend a video file. If you can't read, you can figure it out. (laughs) You can watch somebody else do it. No excuses. Stop giving excuses. While I'm talking about being a geriatric millennial, come on now. We cannot be following a geriatric Congress. They need to step up their game. There is no reason why we should be following old people. I don't want to make it be like old white people. I don't want to be like that. No, it's just old people. They have lost touch with reality. Things have changed so vastly in the 20 or 30 years since I've been around on this planet that I already know that they are so far out of touch. Yeah, I was a Bernie bro. You want to know why? Because he was talking about drastic change, and we need drastic change. The crap that we're doing now? No. People were talking about Trump bumbling through conversations and presentations and speeches and stuff, but they acting like Biden is just the messiah of oration. No, he's not. He's worse than Trump because the man honestly doesn't make sense and doesn't get back to the point. Doesn't just trails off and starts talking about ice cream some of the time. I mean, just like, (sighs) I'm exaggerating. I know I'm exaggerating, but with Trump, it would be like, okay, he's trailing off, but he would get back to the point. 
listening to Trump talk was just agonizing pain. But listening to Biden talk is just like, where is your nurse? (laughs) Somebody needs to get him some glasses because he can't even read the teleprompter. (laughs) And if he's reading that much from a script, there's a problem. (laughs) A big one. He should be able to go off script and still stick to the point and not be like, oh, well, yeah, I missed that part. Okay, forget it. What? No, that is not, that's not how things are supposed to be. I'm seriously telling Congress, get off my lawn. Y'all, it's time for y'all to go. You have messed up. Y'all need to get up, get out, and get to packing. I'm sorry, y'all screwing up. You're messing up this country. You're allowing children to take over. No. Not no, but hell no. Y'all need to move on. Y'all need to get up and get out. Now, done with that little tirade rant of being a geriatric and being sick and tired of these kids messing up my country, messing up my home, messing up my lawn. Get it moving. So, speaking of lawns, I'm trying to get me one. And I've been talking about how I've been um, correcting my credit. And I've been using self um, to do so. And I kind of like it. It's not that bad. I mean, I waited until almost finished paying it off before I got the credit card, which was a smart idea because then my credit balance is, I mean, my credit card balance is more than $200. So it's a good contrast to my Discover card. So when... I maxed out one card and I still had the other one. My credit utilization was still low enough to where it didn't make a big problem. Good hint, huh? Good hint. And I don't really use the self-credit card that much because it has an annual fee. So if I don't even touch it and just let that annual fee ride, maybe put like, I'll probably put my, uh, like a small $5 recurring payment on there. But other than that, it keeps me golden. So far, my credit score has gone up to 650. I already got a car. So, woohoo! And um, that was awesome. I couldn't believe it. It's really not that simple. You get the credit cards, you pay the credit cards on time, you use the credit cards. As if they're cash. Once you start using those credit cards without the cash to back it up, that's when you get into trouble. Don't do it. If you don't have the money, don't spend it. Period. And that's all you really need to know. (laughs) If you get in trouble, just cut some stuff off. Turn off Netflix. It's okay. Yeah, it was reporting on your experience, but you could always put a pause on it. They understand how that works. People don't keep, shoot, I I go between Netflix, Hulu, and HBO Max, just alternating every month, depending on what's on. Sometimes I have HBO for three months straight. Sometimes I have Netflix for three months straight. It all depends on what's on. Sometimes I'll go with none of them for like six months because we're really not watching TV. We're doing other stuff. So it doesn't matter about that part. But your other accounts, like your electric bill and so on and so forth, yeah, obviously, that's going to make a big difference. Make sure you pay those bills on time. But that's basically all it is. And all I'm trying to do right now to get into a house, I was already pre-qualified. 
but it was only for like $65,000. That ain't enough. Although it is enough to get an investment property and I was thinking about doing an FHA loan and um, buying a multifamily. I'm telling you right now, when you're getting ready to buy a house, do a multifamily first. Do the house hacking thing. Do the house hacking thing because a lot of people are doing Airbnb. You can rent it out. You can make money off of that. If you get a multifamily right off the bat, you're already in an asset. It's paying you. It's paying your mortgage. That's what you want first. That's what they keep forgetting to tell people. And then after you start making that money and you build up your credit a little bit more to like $750, $780, then you can get your individual house. That's what I'm trying to do right now. And people don't seem to understand that. I don't get it. I thought I was going to be working with some other people to make this house purchase possible, but then they back out. It always happens. This is why I hate doing stuff by myself. I hate that I don't have a network of people that I can trust, that I can go to. And I know time and time again that when I be like, this is a deal, we about to do this, they be like, all right, yeah, let's go. No. I met some people I've known for a while, and they kept on telling me they wanted to buy houses and do all this other stuff. And I was like, cool. How's your credit? Mine's doing pretty good. I can qualify for XYZ. If we go together, you've got XYZ, you've got XYZ, let's go. As soon as I present them with the pre-qualifications and all I have to do is fill out an application, crickets, nothing, no excuse. Oh, well, I'm going to schedule an appointment to talk to my lawyer. Nothing. Couldn't even get a date to call the lawyer. <laughs> Told him I had already spoken with the lawyer and all I needed was to finalize a day to talk to them about when we can get together. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. It's like as soon as I told them that I was ready to move, they just stopped. How was that? That makes no sense to me. If you were ready to go, then you should have been ready to go. Especially since I'm not asking you to bring no money to the table. I just asked you to fill out an application to see how much we could get. But they didn't seem to understand that. <clears throat> Maybe it was because I was just like, oh, well, I was looking and I found this deal, this deal, this deal, and this deal. All we got to do is fill out these applications, see how much money we can get, and see, we can see what we can do. Nothing. So I'm trying to get this together so I can do it by myself yet again. It's exhausting. But such is life as a geriatric. Ready to move, but, you know, the bones just ain't with it. <laughs> but back to the article. So there are some stark similarities between boomers and geriatric millennials. Mainly of which is we have no time for BS. So keep it moving. Keep it balanced. Let's carry this burden together. Peace.